this is Masajati. Welcome to my podcast, Exponential Intelligence. Today we're going to be discussing uh, frequencies, what they are, detox, burden of proof. And with me tonight is uh, Crystal Fambrini. Crystal, how are you? I'm great. Thank you, Moss. Uh, you know, Oprah has this quote that I love, and she says, appreciating what shows up in your life changes your personal vibration. Gratitude elevates your life to a higher frequency. You know, you essentially are the frequency expert. You raise people's frequencies. Uh, mm -hmm. What exactly are frequencies that everyone is talking about? Frequencies are, say, the Lego blocks of, of everything that is created in physical form or density. So whatever you experience, your physical body, you, uh, the chair that you're sitting on, plants, trees, whatever it is, uh, it's the smallest, say, level of a building unit. Or some people might call it the God molecule, but it goes a little, bef uh, a little before that. So again, it's the building blocks of everything that, that, that is created in, in this physical realm. Um, as, as, as beings, we can actually generate frequencies, and that's how we create density or what we call experiences in life. So Moss, why is understanding frequency important to having it all? Um, well, simply put, it is the basic building block of whatever is created in life, whatever experience you want in life or whatever experience you don't want in life. It is a frequency that's generated. So understanding how to generate frequencies, the right frequencies, will get, to, uh, will get you where you want to go, what you want to be. And understanding frequencies and generating and resonating at the right frequency, is that essentially exponential intelligence? Yes, and that's how exponential intelligence, it is, say, the fabric of how your life is created. Understanding how that fabric is created uh, allows you to, say, expand into, say, the higher materials, the higher vibrations, uh, which include the higher, say, levels of abundance that everybody's searching for. Uh, you know, a lot of people have tried a lot of different ways. Um, again, those ways that they've tried Although fantastic tools, they still don't get to the levels where exponential intelligence can get you. Again, the base or the core level frequencies of how everything is created. Nice. So on this podcast, we're going to talk about frequencies. So all, all of us listening can understand why it's important to raise our frequencies so we can have it all. Yes. And then when we raise our frequencies, sometimes what happens is people get into detox, which we'll talk about as well after we explore frequencies yes. and what detox yeah. is and why it's actually not a bad thing. It just is what it yes. is. And then, mm -hmm. and then we will go into the burden of proof. You know, How do we know exponential intelligence works with frequencies mm -hmm. and detox and all of this? So I'm excited for this podcast. Me too. It's actually my favorite. Because uh, I come from a, a programming mindset. Uh, mm -hmm. I was a computer programmer in the, in the past. So I wanted that burden of proof uh, when I first got into it as well. So. so can you actually, or can we actually see these frequencies? In, in yes. Yes, we can. Um, I don't know if we have, say, the, the machinery or the equipment to, say, understand or see the frequencies that I see. Okay, or manipulate. Um, but there are frequencies, uh, an oscilloscope uh, actually sees frequencies of, for example, um, you know, frequencies of colors, right? You can see it on, a, uh, on an oscilloscope. Frequencies of gold or any other material. 
can be seen on on a, on a machine similar to an oscilloscope. So yes, everything is created of a frequency. Uh, if you can tell the type of frequency it is, you can tell the material that is created. Music obviously has a certain frequency, certain tones, and so on. Uh, so yes, uh, the higher frequencies that I see or that we resonate to create, say, density. Uh, I don't know if there's machines out there that actually do that or test that, but maybe in, in due time there probably will be. So what does that mean when you see frequencies? I guess, can you kind of explain or describe what you see when you are, is, it, is this frequencies just generating out of living animals and people and, and everything? Are you able to see? Yes. Um, there, there are different levels of frequencies. One, there is a physical frequency that creates or generates our physical body or physical form. And there's machines that test that. For example, the Carillion photography uh, tests the frequencies of, peop- of, of say, what's created, uh, chakras and so on. People who see chakras or actually, there, I think there's actually equipment that might actually measure chakras. I'm not exactly sure. So don't quote me on that. Uh, but it has been recorded uh, in universities about, say, the frequencies um, that get emitted from the physical form. Okay? Uh, on a broader scale, again, uh, at, at your core level, there's a different set of frequencies, uh, a higher form of frequencies. If you want to call them spiritual frequencies, we can go ahead and call them that. Or, you know, your higher self frequencies. Uh, that's a different level. And that is, again, your core level programming. Uh, that creates everything. So when you see these frequencies, are you seeing them in color or are you feeling them or are you sen- sensing them? Or how- I guess when you look at someone, uh, yes. what, are you, what are you seeing? Or if you could describe that to us. Sure. Uh, whether you're here in person right in front of me mm-hmm. or whether you're a thousand miles away, I, I see you. I usually have my eyes closed and you come into me as a frequency. Okay. You're created of frequencies. And what happens, say, for example, you have heart issues. Okay, uh, In that heart area, in that heart region, there is, um, say, a distorted type of frequency. So it either comes in as, say, a knowing. Most of my, um, most of my uh, abilities is actually a knowing. And what that means is I can actually plug into, say, your DNA structure, and see your life from your perspective. And let me kind of go into that just a little bit. You know how you perceive your life, right? Through your own mindset. There's not a sense of uh, a sight. It's not, say, hearing uh, clear audio or anything like that, right? You just have a sense of knowing of who you are, right? Or what your experiences are. Um, I actually plug into that same system in your system, and then I see your life through your eyes. So a frequency, it sounds like it's a combination of seeing something as well as feeling it. Um, somewhat. Uh, yes, there are times where you see it and feel it, uh, but there's a more base level communication that we go through, right? As, as babies, uh, you know, if you look at a baby, they can actually communicate with you without any, without, any, without any language or anything like that, right? There's just more of a knowing that comes into you. So that's the base level of communication that, well, as humans, we all have, but as humans, we rarely use as we get older and older. So in that, at that level of communication, you know, there's like terabytes of data that can be passed along in a flash where like sight sounds uh, very slow, 
communication compared to, uh, again, that knowing that we all have. That makes sense. When you talk about babies, you know, so many mothers out there that I talk to, they, they have such a strong connection with their baby and with their child. And, you know, once yes. their child grows up as an adult, they just feel things. They just know things. Yes. So that's right. a, fr- a frequency. Yes, that is a knowing. Um, well, that isn't really a frequency. It's, it's more like a level of communication of understanding what frequencies look like. So is there an ideal frequency that we are all trying to get at? Or we should all be yes. at. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 and don't get me wrong, it's not an ideal frequency where everybody is the same frequency, everybody looks the same, feels the same, has the same experience. Uh, nothing like that. It, these are just say base frequencies that elevate you to the higher realms and then whichever way you feel abundance okay, comes into you. Uh, and let me explain. So for example, if say making $10,000 a month is fantastic for you or even less, whatever it is, right? Uh, if, that what's, if that's what makes you happy, if that's what brings you joy, then, then that's the frequency that you'll resonate at, okay? If you want, say, a new Porsche every month, right? And a million dollars a month, right? Um, is, is what makes you, say, complete, okay? Then those are the frequencies that will come into you that'll make you feel complete. Uh, it's not about, say, levels of money or levels of, health or anything like that, uh, those higher frequencies will bring you, say, the joy or the abundance that you need no matter what level it is at the physical realm. And when you have those higher frequencies for each, individu- each individual, it means something different. Yes. And then that's essentially living a life of exponential intelligence? Yes, exactly. Um, because the abundance, the physical abundance that we are all searching for, you know, that's really, let's say, less than 1% of all, say, the frequencies that are, say, out here in the universe. You know, over 99.9% of what we see uh, is really empty space, right? Those are the frequencies that are most important. And, you know, we can get it more in-depth in, in, in later podcasts on, uh, on that you know, another quote that I love is by Nikola Tesla, 19th century inventor. Mm-hmm. And he's quoted saying, if you want to find the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. Yes. And that was in the 19th century. So people have been talking about frequency for a long time. But my question to you is, when he said, what is the difference between energy, frequency, and vibe? Uh, energy, frequency, and vibrations, you know, again, there's different level of, 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 of frequencies or energies that are out there. Energies are really, say, the physical realm, okay? Uh, physics uses the energy systems of, say, the physical space to, well, uh, understand motion, electromagnetism, and so on. Uh, and then you get into the higher levels, although we use, say, the same terminology, very, very different uh, the frequencies in the spiritual world, although similar, um, or they go by, say, the physical laws of, say, nature, okay? um, um, very similar to it, there's a, there's, there's a little, say, slightly different twist to it. I can't quite, say, pick up on it, uh, but there is a, uh, a little different twist on, uh, on, say, how the laws or the spiritual laws of, of frequencies work. And then what about a vibe? A vibe or vibration? Uh, is that a scientific term? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> vibration. I, yeah, I mean, I, uh, I feel like I, isn't that just a frequency? 
I, I guess vibrations are more like sound waves, I think, sound mm. patterns. Okay? Mm. Uh, what we're talking about is, you know, when you get to, okay, let's, let's put it this way. W- what we are talking about is, say, at the atomic level, okay? Mm-hmm. Right? A lot of people, or if you get into or break apart the, uh, the atoms, right, they resonate the electrons, right, uh, the protons and so on, uh, they resonate at, say, a certain frequency to create, say, certain, say, atomic molecules, right? That's why, or that's how we understand it's helium or gold or whatever it might be. So go deeper, go smaller even yet, and this is, gets into the quantum physics. It's like, well, what creates the atoms? What creates the electrons and so on? Those are the levels of frequencies that I'm talking about. Well beyond, you know, laws uh, that, that, that control physical space, you know, electromagnetism, uh, uh, electricity, uh, or even light, way past those. Uh, again, the building blocks of, of those, say, properties uh, that we experience here in physical form. Now, another quote that I love mm-hmm. is actually from you. <laughs> oh, okay. And- and you say, um, I've heard you say time and time again, and I, I've heard people and seen people share this quote from you, uh, mm-hmm. change your frequency, change your life, be limitless. Yes, yes. Um, as through the years, after my near-death experience, you know, I started to realize that, well, what was the key component of anybody that I've helped change? And basically, it's a frequency. If we could have, uh, you know, a machine like the oscilloscope, you would see people resonating at a different frequency. I call that a, um, your personal frequency signature. Okay? And there's thousands of different, say, frequencies that create your life experience, uh, all the way down to, say, how you view the world, uh, whether it's happy, whether it's sad, and so on. You know, um, where does a person who is uh, optimistic all the time you know, go back a step. How did they become optimistic all the time, right? And the reason why uh, exponential intelligence works so effectively is because we go back a step or two and understand where did this optimistic person become optimistic, right? Is it something that we do? And most of us, uh, a scient- not, not a scientist, but most of us here today, we always study, say, the circumstances, the physical circumstances of how people got, say, successful or how people got happy or how people got healthy. And, you know, we think it's their diet. We think it's their exercise. It's really none of that. It's really the core level frequencies that you've created at some level to generate or create your life. And it's- that's where we edit and that's where people get the massive transformations that, um, again, a lot of people have talked about or some of you might have experienced yourself. People can change their frequencies themselves. And that's what exponential intelligence does. It gives people the tools to understand frequencies and be able to change your frequencies. But I understand that if people work with you or have the opportunity to work with you, you can help change people's frequencies faster. Yes, I, um, uh, I've been called that spiritual geek. You know, I, can, I can go back to your admin level, mm-hmm. okay? Um, kind of like a web page. If you've ever, you know, gone on Safari or Chrome or anything like that, if you go to edit and then it says view source, mm-hmm. you know, you see the backend programming of how you work, of how that page is generated. Same thing here. I see the backend programming of how your life has worked or how, say, your next experience is going to be. 
right? Reading all that code, some of us might not be familiar with understanding, say, how your life works. Uh, I, as a spiritual geek, can go in and it's like, oh, it's this or something, uh, you know, when you were eight happened to you and so on and so on. Or something in your family lineage has come through, right? I see that right away because it, well, I'm very adept. I've done tens of thousands of, say, uh, worked on tens of thousands of individuals. Uh, so I've learned quite a bit, right? Uh, so I go in there and I can edit those frequencies or reprogram you and then your life shifts. So you can do it. I just do it faster for you. So how do people know when their frequencies have changed? Oh, there's so many signs, Crystal. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is, uh, overall, it is a general sense of well-being. But, you know, there's people who, well, uh, one of the most, say, instantaneous um, you know, solutions or feedback mm-hmm. from people is uh, when people start walking after 25 years not being able to walk. Uh, people's, um, and again, I'm not saying I'm a doctor. I'm not saying I cure anybody or anything like that. Okay. Um, but people who have had tumors that just disappear out of the blue. Uh, people who get off their medications. People who their income you know, we get tons of testimonials. People's income uh, go from, you know, very meagerly type incomes to, you know, tens to twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars $40,000 a month um, after sessions with me. So uh, those are all, say, substantial or, you know, visual, physical proof that something is happening for people. And, and talking about physical proof, I have a testimonial here. Um, and this one is from SK and she shares, since I've begun participating with Moss and meta healings, frequency spas and numerous online events, people continually tell me I look more beautiful and younger. People believe that I am 15 years younger than my actual age. Love and thankfulness to Moss. Oh, that's uh, so beautiful. Um, <laughs> you know, we get tons of testimonials like that. And, you know, we created this, uh, this, this, uh, this program. It's called Frequency Spa. Um, you know, I, I, I come out to L.A. quite a bit. And the way we came up with the Frequency Spa was that um, a, lot of, a lot of women that I worked on, they started to notice that, that um, you know, the effects that they do, you know, like they go to a small, they get, they go to a spa and they get dermabrasion or whatever they do, whatever women do to make them feel younger or even guys, right? Uh, they noticed that the effects lasted uh, a couple times longer than normal after, you know, my meta healings or a session with me. So we came up with a frequency spa. No, I get it. I mean, stress mm-hmm. and negativity, I think age is a person. You can see uh, your emotions yes. on, on people's face. And when a person is truly happy and in there now mm-hmm. and vibrating right. or at a higher frequency, I think you can right. tell that, um, you know, by the way that they look and, and they look and because they, they're not weighed down anymore, they automatically right. seem younger. It's that natural glow that comes into an individual. And it's not about like seeming younger. They actually are younger. They actually thrive more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So So now thank you for for uh, giving us some insight on frequencies. I I would love to talk about detoxing. Uh, Now, when you change people's frequencies, many may experience what you call detox. Yes. What is that? (laughs) Detox, uh, um, you know, that's that's really like a a physical detox. You know, when you go on a cleanse, right, a food cleanse. Uh, One of my favorite ones, by the way, is the great liver and gallbladder flush. Uh, Really great way to 
cleanse out your physical body. Well, what happens is all the toxins in your system, in your physical body, right, uh, start to release. And then some people don't feel good about it because of all those toxins they, that have been in the cell structure are now back into, say, your digestive tract and they get reus, uh, reabsorbed some, some, sometimes. Right? And that's how you don't feel good. Same with, um, say, spiritual or higher level frequency detox. What happens is the memories that we've suppressed. And this is where it really um, shifts on exponential intelligence, okay, um, is that most of the modalities, okay, most of um, the ways that people, say, release or overcome, right, the distortions in life or the lack of life, whether they go to seminars, self-help books, uh, whatever it might be, other modalities that people might use, um, is, 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 it doesn't really get rid or delete, say, that frequency from you at all. It really, they really just create, say, a, um, um, say a workaround frequency or program around it. Or what they do is they suppress it so much they hide it away in their bodies somewhere. So it still oozes out those old, again, defeating type frequencies. Okay, um, and for example, um, you know, there was this woman that I go, oh. I see that you had, you know, problems with your mother, right? And I know that's a, a general statement, uh, but this woman, her mother was really abusive to her. Uh, and she goes, oh, no, you know, I took care of that a long time ago. It's like, well, you couldn't have because that I, I see it in your system. Okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, if I go in and say, like, work on your mother or, or get rid of that frequency that distorted, say, that experience for you, mm-hmm. uh, you come back a few months later or maybe the next session, which could be the next day, uh, I might not be able to pick it up because it's completely deleted out of your system. Mm-hmm. Okay? Uh, and, that's, and that's, you know, I'm not religious in any way, but Jesus, for example, that was his way of, say, true forgiveness, that's what he meant by true forgiveness because you have no, say, recollection, right, of, say, what happened. You've totally forgiven that space and it sets you free. I do have to say, speaking of mothers, um, I just want to share a personal story. I wasn't planning on doing this, but, you know, I come from a loving family, love my mom, mm-hmm. have a great relationship. But when I first met you, you said something about my mom and how the pressure of, you know, having a baby. And that was something that me and my mom had, uh, issues with, you know, growing up for several years and we just didn't see eye to eye on it. Or I felt a lot of stress Uh and a lot of pressure. And I remember you saying you were going to release me from that stress, um, because that stress was then causing me to, I felt like I would have heavier periods. I would have cramps. I'd be stressed Mm -hmm. out. You know, I, I felt like it was holding me down. And I, since then, since then, it's been about a couple months. Um, and I don't feel that way anymore. And that's something that I know you can't test and you can't really explain to people, but I know I have never been able to let, let it go before. And I literally have no ill will or bad issues or fear about, you know, childbirth or whether I'm going to have a, a kid or not. So thank you for that. Well, you're so welcome. <laughs> um, but that is, that was, but you know, and I, when I did that um, and I, and I shifted and I feel mm-hmm. like, and I tell people, I didn't even realize that it was that, you know, I'm having like an aha moment right, right now. I just, yeah. I've just blew through it. Now it's not something that holds me back. I'm, I'm fine with that. And, um, but I didn't experience any detox. 
I don't think no, I did. You're a little different. Um, <laughs> and let me give you the statistics. Okay. okay. Um, just by the numbers that mm-hmm. I've worked on, uh, about 30 or 40% of the people go forward without any detox. And the reason why we have detox, again, you know, it's just like people who eat, you know, a lot of junk food, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and they go on a detox cleanse. Well, they're going to be sicker, right? People who have a lot of baggage, from say this lifetime, a lot of issues this lifetime, people who come from a troubled family, right? Mm-hmm. Or spiritual DNA, they're going to go through a little heavier detox. But somebody like you, you know, more say at a higher frequency to start out with when I, you know, when I start coming into you, you don't have that detox. You're more aware. So what you do is you just go forward without the detox. So about 30, 40% of the people that I work on just, they go forward with no like really physical pains or anything like that, uh, about 30, 40% uh, will feel some sort of, say, discomfort or distortion, mm-hmm. okay? uh, either from a little to a lot. Okay? And again, that's the level of baggage that, uh, that they've got. Okay? Um, and then the other 5%, and, and by the way, but so 80, 90% of the individuals that I work with, they do see an ex, uh, a, a physical or emotional or some other type of change within, say, right after or within a short period of time, okay? Mm-hmm. Within a couple of weeks or so, uh, or the beginning of, say, change. Um, the 5%, um, they might not, well, they've been distorted by, say, fear, Okay? So they hold on to whatever they have. Um, even if it's not the best experience for them, that's what they feel more comfortable with. So they hold on to their fear states, mm-hmm. right? Those previous old programmings or frequencies that are generated um, either through fear or through a sense of control, right? They have to control everything in their lives, right? Uh, have you ever noticed those kind of people? They have to control everything. They're really out of control, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and that's the way their lives are. So it takes them a little longer, right? And their detox, well, a little tougher. And with detox, it can be that they're tired, that they feel, you know, just very emotional. Are people actually physically sick? Yes. Um, I, I don't know the statistics on that. Mm-hmm. Yes, but people do get physically sick. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to work on people for quite a long time. And, and then I noticed that they would get sick. Mm-hmm. Um, just because the, the change in, 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 in how you see how your life is created uh, is changed so much that, well, we get distorted, disoriented. You know, imagine if you, say, um, were injected with some kind of sleep drug and then you awakened on, you know, in another country somewhere and mm-hmm. then you wake back up. It's like, wow, how did I get here? Where am I? You know, because there, your reality changes that much. And that's where, uh, again, detox happens for you. And so, you know, one of the ways to elevate your frequency and to reach exponential intelligence is by listening to this podcast. Um, yes. But, but sometimes people listening to this podcast, they might not be feeling good while they're listening to it, right? Is that because they're detoxing? Oh, yeah, that happens all the time. Um, yeah. Um, and that's, and those individuals are, say, at a higher level or let's just call it from now on spirit level. Okay. Mm-hmm. They understand it. And you know, my, the frequencies that I generate for them uh, affect them so greatly that they will detox almost immediately. Yes. And again, some people will feel euphoric. 
Okay. Mm -hmm. Others, you know, as they let go of that baggage or the memories, mm -hmm. right? A lot of times what happens, people who've been abused, okay? Um, you know, they've been abused at a younger age uh, and they've suppressed it. I work on them. Mm -hmm. And then whether I know their issues or not, it doesn't matter. You know, I, I, uh, I start to awaken them, right? And then all the memories of what they went through as a child flashback, even people who don't remember their childhood because it was a safe way to do it, right? They just blank out through, say, the, the distortions, right, mm -hmm. or the abuse, and then they go, well, I don't remember my childhood because it was an abusive childhood, so I tended to forget it all. Um, sometimes what happens is all those memories start pouring out, not to distort you, okay, or not to, say, pull you down into the ground further, but actually for you to, say, bring it out and you see those frequencies in front of you and it releases, let's go. So let's talk about exponential intelligence and the burden of proof. Um, like what oh, I, I love it. Yes. <laughs> so what proof is out there that exponential intelligence actually works? Uh, well, there's, I have tons of clients. Uh, they've tried, um, they've tried a lot of different, say, modalities they've tried in you know this happens to say normal people if you will or mainstream people they come to me and they don't believe in anything that i do you know but a lot of times they're ill mm -hmm. okay? uh, they're dying of cancer or something or their kid is dying or they have severe issues and they've gone you know corners of the earth trying to figure out you know, I need to say, save my child or I need to say, save something or help something. Uh, and they've tried everything. They've exhausted all the possibilities. They come to me, they actually see a transformation in whatever issue that they might have. So, you know, that's a, a burden of proof. Um, scientifically, you know, a lot of people and some of those individuals, uh, again, very scientific minded and they don't and they don't and they don't, um, you know, they don't believe in anything that, that I do. And well, they start to see the changes almost uh, immediately uh, or shortly thereafter. They start going, wow, there might be another world out there. Right, because, you, you know, science admits, and if you talk to scientists and doctors, they'll mm -hmm. say, um, the more open ones, they'll say, you know, we only know about 1% of mm -hmm. consciousness. We are, you know, we're just starting right. to understand um, spirituality. There's a lot of stuff that we don't know. Um, right. So you know, really the, the proof of EI working, it's through personal experiences. Um, and then the science just, it, it's not there yet. It hasn't um, right. It's, it's not there yet. And, and then when you talk to say the intellect types or the scientific types, it's like, well, we need proof, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, but you know, most of the fantastic inventions that came out you know, in this century or even in centuries uh, in the past, um, there was no proof. There was no instruments. You know, uh, to give you an example, um, for example, before they had the ad advent of, of microscopes, right? You know, there was doctors that would, they didn't understand what was, you know, their patients dying from and so on, you know, but some very evolved glassmakers started to create lenses, out of, you know, the blown glass that they had, uh, somebody created the microscope, right? People started to see, you know, the tinier particles, the tinier, say, bacteria, right, in the medical field. And, and then they understood where bacteria came from. They understood, say, a whole new study or science came about just because of the advent of the microscope. Um, and, you know, the question I pose to you guys is like, 
before the advent of the microscope uh, was their bacteria, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so although we don't have you know, tools right now to say measure what I see, um, more and more people are getting into it, more and more scientists are getting into it. So there is an understanding, like you said, um, but we might not have the tools to go, okay, verify this and verify that. You know, there's a lot of, uh, again, that's just the advent of the microscope, but what about all the other things that we never believed in and now, um, or even in, in science in general, you know, 40, 50 years ago, we thought certain properties existed in certain things and, you know, 50, 40, 50 years now into the future, uh, we have sens- more sensitive equipment, right? More sensitive ways of testing things. And now we go, and now they go, wow, we were all wrong because of the equipment that we tested a long time ago wasn't good enough to see what was really happening. Mm-hmm. Right? So now in the future, as we get more and more sensitive equipment, um, you'll see more and more, say, um, frequencies or what I see actually. Um, uh, the way um, the way the frequencies work in people or anything else in in this and, and again quantum physics uh, they're just tapping or scratching the surface of of what uh, what EI is all about. So, so I'm very very excited. That's amazing. So what proof is there that you moss are the real deal? That you truly are an oracle and a, a success energizer? That you can see frequencies. Um, the proof, uh, again, is by the physical experiences, the actual change that people see uh, in a very short period of time. You know, people's relationships or anything, again, under the sun that people experience, uh, it doesn't take, uh, you know, it doesn't take faith because uh, if you do this or if you do X, uh, this is what's going to happen. And that's what, that's what most people do, right? You have faith for 10, 20 years. You know, you go to a psychologist for 10, 20 years and people are still messed up after 10, 20, that's a lot of faith. People who have religions, right? And they're still messed up, right? People take medications and they're still messed up, right? Um, what I do is actually, you know, when I work on individuals through, again, podcast or 21 Days or all the other programs that we do, they actually see visible, viable results. Okay? Mm-hmm. Some of them measurable because, mm-hmm. well, you can see a tumor and then it's gone. You can see uh, if somebody has diabetes and then it's gone. You can see uh, nervous disorders and it's gone. You can actually see uh, X, you know, X amount of money in somebody's bank account and then after X amount of money in somebody's bank account. So th- those are all, say, statistics, mm-hmm. um, you know, that you can, uh, you know, gather. And it's not just like one. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just like here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get so many testimonials and so on. And, you know, and looking at it from a business perspective, uh, I wouldn't be as successful as I am uh, if it didn't work. Mm-hmm. You know, if I work on individuals, most of the time, <laughs> they would tell at least, say, 10 people or more, mm-hmm. you know. And that's really a burden of proof, uh, proof for me. If, if I sucked, would you, you know, people would go, oh, don't, don't go to this guy. Mm-hmm. Right. And my business would falter, but we grow. Uh, I think we kind of, we double every, th- uh, probably four months. We double in size. Through word so, of mouth and organic. Through word of, yes. Well, yeah. We don't do say heavy marketing or anything like that. This is like word of mouth organic. Um, wow. And that's really the best form that, you know, that's proof of burden. Um, I'd like to pose out there though, uh, challenge out there, any scientists who are interested uh, if they want to study me, there have been some people that have studied me, uh, but I want to say the deeper level uh, studies 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so anybody who's listening, who's interested uh, in this in this realm, uh, I'd be I'd be happy to talk to you. I'd like to know more about how my abilities work too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now there seems to be a lot of people that claim that they're gurus or they're oracles that they have special powers, um, and they use techniques on people. You know, yes. like, like sometimes people say that there's psychological tricks that people do. Oh sure. How do people know if you know some if someone is real or if they're playing a trick mm-hmm. on them? Um, yeah, and you sent me that article that somebody mm-hmm. sent you. I'm sure when you talked about me, your friend, <laughs> probably a, a, a psychologist, somebody sent you sent you a thing on what was that called? It was uh, about um, the four the four effect, which relies in yeah. part on the eagerness of people to fill in details and make connections between what is said and some aspect of their own lives. Yeah. So that article, I think we could, we should put it somewhere where people can read it. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's really, it's really fascinating, you know, and, and just to highlight some, you know, people use say the, um, some certain techniques where, you know, where they tell you say broad generalized things, mm-hmm. you know, like, um, um, you know, I see sometimes, uh, you, you're insecure, especially with people you don't know. Well, you know, that, that is so say broad, you know, it could happen to anybody. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, or you had an accident when you were a child involving water. Um, I mean, who, what kid doesn't. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, when people deal with me, I actually say, you know, at like age X, this -hmm. is what happened to you. And even for those individuals who don't say remember, it's like, mm, I don't know. Uh, I don't remember, which is very few. But then I can tap into, say, that history of that. Just like, t- you know, a, a touch screen. You know, mm-hmm. I can touch on that little, say, dialogue box that pops up for me. I can touch on that and go, oh, your mother did this, this, this to you. And then they go, oh, yeah, that's what happened. Right? So I can give you the, say, the specifics on what happened to you at that time. And I'm not saying for everybody, but a large majority. Um, on the global healing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, before anybody talked, I knew exactly what was going on with them. And it's not like, oh, your upper half hurts or your lower half hurts. Well, you know, that's a 50-50 shot. Mm-hmm. You know? uh, I get down to the details, you know. Uh, again, in the global healing, uh, there was an individual who, who, uh, who had, say, some... Some something going on with his nerves, mm-hmm. you know, and you know I tapped in, and it's like, God, you got bitten by something that, uh, and then he goes, yes, I've gotten bitten several times by dogs, very unusual circumstance, you know. So I pick up uh, a lot of the details mm-hmm. that you wouldn't know. And the global healing is you do it as a free teleform where people all over the world log on and you connect with them and you pick certain people to work on and you use the power of the group to work on that person as well as they get to be worked on because they're tapping into the to this powerful group. Yes. If you're really inquisitive on how my abilities work or how succinct my abilities are, Mm -hmm. right, on how accurate I am, uh, I, I invite you to to join a global healing. It is free. Uh, you can just listen in. And again, I work on individuals like two, three minutes a piece and I can basically tell the core level frequencies that they resonate at no matter what it might be for them. What about, you know, about the, the placebo effect? Like surely Mm -hmm. there must be so many people that just once they, they see you, they just feel good because they, 
they think that's what's supposed to happen. You know, like they took this placebo pill. Sure. Uh, that is true. Um, and, and I'm sure that happens. Mm -hmm. right? um, um, I'm sure that happens a lot. In fact, some of my techniques that I use, you know, through like NLP hypnosis and so on, I guide you into the deeper states where I can say program you a lot easier without the distortions. You know, I use that just because um, it's like if you have a computer, right? If you're, those programs are running, well, it's pretty hard to change the programming while those programs are running. So it's easier to say shut you down and then readjust or reprogram you, right? And then turn you back on. So yes, I do use hypnosis, NLP, you know, other techniques and so on. Uh, but the core level programming, again, is all based on uh, exponential intelligence. It, as, it is at a deeper, deeper uh, level, for you. I thought that was interesting what you were saying. Um, you know, the recognizing that you do, you use hypnosis as a yes. technique. Um, but what about people who the placebo effect, they just feel good because oh, they connected yeah, they with you. Feel good. Yes. Yeah. Uh, again, that happens, but you know, those are really short term lived, uh, effects, mm -hmm. right? Uh, they go back home and, and then, well, everything starts, uh, over or the same say situation mm -hmm. uh, arises for you. Okay. Uh, one of the best cases, Actually, one of the best testimonials uh, we've had is, is, is an individual who she worked at a crisis center and she used to listen to my 21-day meta healings. Mm -hmm. okay. um, she used to listen to them before work. Uh, one day she got called on an emergency. Uh, that thing ran in a loop for a whole week. Uh, and it was in, at a place where individuals, you know, the, the, um, the individuals that were admitted in, in, in that, they, they just hung out there. This one individual, he, he couldn't walk. He had, um, they had to feed him intravenously and so on and so on. Um, uh, within a couple of days, he started walking. He started buying his own food. He checked out uh, and he was there for over a year. Uh, and people, the doctors didn't know what to do with them. Um, people, I work on people through people. So they don't even know that I'm working on them. And they have massive results. They get rid of their addictions and so on. So, um, you know, I, I actually bring that question back to you guys. How does that happen to people where people don't even know? It's like, can you work on my son or can you work on my loved one? And, you know, they don't tell them, hey, someone, Moss is working on you. They don't even know about me. They don't even care about me. They totally reject me and it, it still works on them. You know? <laughs> so how does that work? So, you know, again, I'm posing that question to you guys. I mean, there's tons of people who have, who, whose lives have changed. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you, Moss, for, I know we just touched upon the burden of proof. Yes. Um, and I'm sure we'll, we'll talk about it again in, in future podcasts. Uh, I would love to do a meta healing with, with you. I'm sure the people listening as well to raise our frequencies. Yes. Uh, yes, we could do that. Uh, again, Crystal, thank you for, uh, uh, being my lovely co-host. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And let's go ahead and start on the meta healing. We'll take about 10 minutes guys. And in today's meta healing, uh, again, understanding frequencies, starting to see, say the fabric of how things work. Should we just jump right in? Okay, sounds good. Again, sitting, standing, lying down. I'll just give you a second or two. Just getting comfortable where you are, whether your eyes are open or closed, it doesn't really matter. You're always in control of your situation, okay? So if you want to close your eyes, go ahead and do so. If you want to keep them open, 
go ahead and do so. Just notice where you are right here, right now. Another breath in. Nice and deep, expanding that chest, inhaling through the nose, holding, and then exhaling, letting go through the mouth. Letting go of any thoughts, ideas, patterns from the day. The only thing that matters is now. Where you are now, position of your body, position of your head. Another breath in, acknowledging the group. A strength in numbers. Other people are listening to it at the same time. People are listening to it at different intervals. Doesn't matter. And that's because at frequencies that we're working on, on exponential intelligence, goes beyond time distance. So again, generating that momentum, power of the group, creating that mastermind. Help us go further, faster, push us through blocks, let go of any chains that hold us. Another deep breath in, just noticing how you're feeling. And then on the exhale, letting go. Letting go, asking that question, how do I connect to pure source even stronger? Nothing religious in it, nothing spiritual in it. The more you understand, the more you ask that question, the more you'll understand what the meaning is, the concept behind it. Knowing how you're feeling, breathing into uh, the chest area, upper chest, shoulders, perhaps relaxing, perhaps allowing your shoulders to get heavy as the muscles of the arms, the hands, the fingers, fingertips release and let go. Letting go allows you to start coming into your body complete. So understanding your body at a deeper level. And what we'll do in this meditation is help you see or feel frequencies. Pulling away that veil on objects, how they're really created. Vibrations, that's all. We had a microscope. We looked at say, stainless steel, gold, whatever it might be. Get small enough, we'd see particles vibrating at a certain frequency, generating say that metal that we talked about. Another deep breath in. And on the exhale, same molecules resonating differently. 
create a different, say, material. The same molecule resonating differently creates a different experience for you. Beautiful breath in. And on exhale. Coming into the forehead area. Forehead. The eyes. I'm just going to hang out here for a little bit. And then all the way around your head. So the width of your eyes, forehead, then wrapping around. So just noting, sensing that area of your body. Just noticing how that feels as I work on you, as I open that area up for you, for you to see, feel, touch, know. Underlying frequencies. Taking that clarifying breath in. As you note your body, whatever it might be doing, your feet, your hips, your shoulders, and then back into that band around your head. Very rudimentary, the beginning phases, though you sense from every aspect of your body. But again, that first step in seeing frequencies. Or, as I should say, sensing frequencies.
Another breath in. And on the exhale, get that top half, eyes, forehead. Starting to see situations, the underlying say values or circumstances to create situations or that creates situations in your life. You'll start to see, say, the real causes of why things happen in your life. Another deep breath in. And as we exhale, coming into the forehead, the eyes again. Another deep breath in as we end. Those people who can stay in this space, I encourage you to do so. It will feel like I'm continuing to work on you as long as you stay in this space. For those of us who can't, on the exhale, so staying connected to pure source 
Opening your eyes whenever you're ready. Feeling relaxed, refreshed. Or if it is a detox, whatever you might be feeling. Um, just as a note, although we are, say, working on opening up your freak, um, your abilities to see, say, the underlying structure okay, of how things are created, um, this is a side note. If you stare at something, especially of nature, okay, whether it's shrubbery, a flower, and so on, okay, uh, if you stare at it with soft eyes, not a direct focus, you'll start to see if you're if you're ready enough, uh, you'll start to see, say, the vibrations of how that tree, that flower, so on, actually work. Uh, you'll see the frequencies resonating. Um, and again, by the way, one more thing, that um, as I work on you, again, opening you up to see frequencies, if you have physical issues, uh, emotional issues, finance issues, relationships, um, those frequencies, uh, again, always working on the core level or base, say, uh, areas of your life to help improve your life. Okay? Thanks for being here, guys. Look forward to seeing you on the next podcast. Take care. Bye-bye.